0: Thank you for almost 6.5 million downloads so far this year. Please help us reach more listeners in 2023 by making a year-end tax-deductible gift. For a year-end donation of $250 or more, we'll send you our latest book, The Wittenberg Trail, Paths to Lutheranism, and a new recording of 22 hymns featuring the Lutheran Public Radio Choir. You can make a secure online contribution at issuesetc.org. Thanks for listening, and thanks for your support.
1: Now pay close attention, little children. It's somebody you ought to know. Yeah, it's all about a man that walked on earth nearly two thousand years ago. Well, he healed the sick and afflicted, and he raised. It them seems like from a little the thing name.
0: that a wedding couple at their cross nuptial cross celebration would run out of wine. Well. It's a scandal in first century Palestine to run out of wine. First of all, that's all you had to drink. You don't drink the water. And then when you have guests that are waiting probably for more wine and the wedding is going to go on for maybe a day or more, it's a problem. But if Jesus is there and Jesus is the Messiah, he is able to provide for this wedding. And then by extension, well, just about anything else, if he can turn water into wine, what can he not do. Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. It's time to teach a Sunday school lesson on the wedding at Cana in John chapter 2. Pastor Tom Baker joins us. He's host of the radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, welcome back. Thank you. What was a typical wedding like at the time John is telling us about?
2: Well, a wedding would occur, of course, after the people had been engaged or betrothed And, of course, it was during that period of time that Mary was found to be pregnant with a child. And, unfortunately, she was accused of committing some kind of sin. But Joseph, in a dream, found out what the real reason was. He married her, and they, therefore, had Jesus. This is one of the first, if it's not the first, miracle of Jesus, at a wedding in Canaan. The wedding was such that people would be invited, and it wasn't just the immediate family, but friends, much like we have today. In fact, chapter two, verse one, talks about the wedding in Canaan, and specifically says the mother of Jesus was invited, and Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. Now, unlike the weddings that I was involved with, where they get married maybe on a Saturday afternoon and then they take pictures and then they have a a big dinner at night and it might last till midnight, these weddings went more than one day, two or three days. And so food was very important, but also, so also was wine. Wine, from the Old Testament was a symbol of physical and spiritual joy, future hope and abundance, and therefore wine of a poor quality, or if the wedding ran out of wine, that would be a big social error. And so Jesus was with his disciples at this wedding when the mother of Jesus says to him, they have no wine.
0: Why would uh, then Jesus rebuke his mother when she tells him that they'd run out of wine?
2: Because he indicates specifically, woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. Now, what's Jesus talking about? Well, he's talking about the hour when he would begin to be recognized as the Messiah, the Christ, to the point where the hour would come where he would be crucified for the sins of the world. And that was still three years away. And so Jesus realized that with that many people there, there would be those who would not accept him as who he was and would begin right away to come against him. And we know that was true, that even his own brothers and sisters told him to be quiet once when he was talking the message of the gospel. And so his hour had not yet come and he knew that he would be manifesting his glory. In fact, that is what verse 11 says. After the miracle has taken place, this the first sign of His signs, Jesus did at Cana in Galilee and manifested His glory, which meant that He showed Himself to be more than just a simple human being. Some would say He showed Himself to be a messenger from God, a prophet, or of course, the Messiah, or even God himself.
0: So how does Mary react when Jesus says, his hour has not yet come?
2: All it says, the mother went to the servants. Now, this is very important that she didn't go to the disciples. She went to the servants who were in charge of making sure there was sufficient food and wine, it said, there in the place and said to them, do whatever he tells you. So Mary leaves it in the hands of Jesus, whether there was some more conversation between him and her, it's not noted, but it's not a surprise that she recognized Jesus as a very special person in light of the fact that she had raised him and unlike other children who often would disobey etc there was no sin in jesus so she had confidence that jesus would still help her since she had come to him and said they have no wine and therefore says to the servants do whatever he tells you
0: so how does the miracle of water into wine then take place
2: Well, at these weddings, there were containers of water and they had six stone water jars there for the pure Jewish rites of purification. This meant that, remember, the disciples were rebuked by the Pharisees because they did not follow the rites of purification before they ate, etc., And of course, they also did other sins from a Judaism point of view, like plucking grain on Saturday, which would have been work, etc. Of course, Jesus himself was accused of doing things like healing people on the Sabbath, where a doctor was told unless it's a matter of life and death, he was to wait till the following day to help someone out. Now these stone water jars, there were six of them and they contained what is said two or three measures. A measure was about 10 gallons of water or 35 liters. And so the ESV we're reading says, now there were six stone water jars there for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. And so they were capable of holding that much water in these various stone water jars.
0: Pastor Tom Baker is our guest. We're teaching a Sunday school lesson on the wedding at Cana in John chapter 2. When we return, what does the master of the feast say when he tastes the wine?
2: He turned the water into
0: wine. In the little cane town, the word went
1: all around that he turned the water into wine.
2: Solid. Serious. Substantive. You're listening to Issues Etc.
1: Do you need a rest from the world's headlong rush to Christmas? Someplace where you and your family can slow down and prepare for Christ's birth at the church's rather than the world's pace? A midweek evening Advent service is the perfect time for your first visit to a Christ-centered, cross-focused Lutheran church. Learn more on the Find a Church page at issuesetc.org or send an email to talkback at issuesetc.org. For nearly 140 years, the Lutheran Witness has taught the faith, defended it against error, and shown forth the great treasures of the Lutheran Church and biblical doctrine. We're continuing this legacy by publishing issues and articles that help you see the world from a Lutheran perspective and that teach biblical doctrine and show forth the treasures of God's Word. Visit our website to learn more and how to subscribe, witness.lcms.org. The Lutheran Witness, helping you interpret the world from a Lutheran perspective. The Word of God, daily worship, Lutheran hymnody and catechesis, instruction in phonics, traditional math, literature, grammar, history, Latin, and strings. It's all part of our daily life here at St. Paul Lutheran School in Hamill, Illinois. St. Paul is seeking teaching candidates for the 2023-24 school year. Learn more at school at stpaulhamel.org. Consider joining the faithful faculty at the only classical Lutheran school in Greater St. Louis, school at stpaulhamill.org.
0: Welcome back to Issues etc I'm Todd Wilkin. We're teaching a Sunday School lesson on The Wedding at Canon with Pastor Tom Baker. He's hosts the radio show Law and & Gospel and for almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Here's an excerpt from the Sunday school curriculum that we use as a basis for our conversations, Enduring Faith. Jesus has power over all creation. He chose to use his power to defeat sin, death, and hell for us. Jesus cared for people at the wedding, and he continues to care for us today through his word and sacraments. Learn more about this great Sunday school curriculum called Enduring Faith from Concordia Publishing House at cph.org or by calling Concordia Publishing House and requesting free samples of Enduring Faith 1 800 325 3040. Tom, what does the master of the feast say when he tastes this wine?
2: Well, Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water, and it says they fill them up to the brim. And Jesus says, now draw some of the water and take it to the master of the feast. So the servants took it to the master of the feast. He was the guy in charge of making sure the wedding flowed properly. Proper food, enough food, proper wine, enough wine. But when he tasted the water now become wine and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, they knew it had come from Jesus. Well, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said, you know, normally everybody serves good wine first, and after people have drunk freely, then the poor wine, because once they're somewhat inebriated with the good wine, they don't notice that the other wine is of a less nature. But you have kept the good wine until now. When I was at the seminary, we were told that these miracles really didn't take place. Some of the professors always had a natural explanation. And one of the professors used a book that had been written, and it said that the servants were really the disciples who took the jars out of the area to fill them with water, but instead filled them with wine. So when they came back, they pretended that water was in them, but it was really wine. And so when the real servants took some of that liquid, which was already wine to the master of the feast, that appeared to be a miracle of Jesus, but it really wasn't true. There are also statistics that show that changing water into wine is not an easy task. It takes the power of almost an atom bomb to occur. And there was no bomb, no noise or anything. The water just changed to wine. And this helps us to understand Jesus, who he is. Remember John chapter 1? In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. Nothing was made that was not made by Jesus. That's verse 3 of the first chapter of the Bible in Genesis. He made all things. And the first thing he made was light. Let there be light. And there was light even though the sun had not yet been created. It will be the light that we will be also in heaven. There still may be a sun there, but the true light will be none other than Jesus himself. So here's an example where Jesus uses water and changes it into wine.
0: John says that this was the beginning of the signs Jesus did. What does that mean?
2: This means this was the first sign. This is very important because there are some other Gospels, like the Gospel of Thomas, that pretend they're talking about Jesus. And at times, for example, one of the Gospels that is not part of the Bible was written, and it said that one day Jesus was on the beach and he saw a bird that had been injured. And he picked up the bird, healed it, so is able to fly away. Well, that would be a miracle. And that's why we know that book is not true because it's clear that this is the first of his signs. The word sign can be also referred to as miracle. And so there were no miracles that Jesus had done in his childhood, in his teenage years, We believe he's around, what, 30 years old right now when he begins his ministry. And so this is right after he had been baptized by John and he had found disciples. In fact, if you go back, it even talks about the days in order. First was the testimony of John the Baptist. Then in verse 19, of chapter one, it says, the next day. And then in verse 35, the next day. And then in our verse 43, when he calls Philip and Nathanael, it is the next day. And chapter two, verse one, the wedding at Canaan, it says on the third day. So this is a chronological way of looking at Jesus' early ministry, and it is clear no miracles have been done prior to this time. This was the first miracle that Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory, which means revealed himself to be more than just a human being alone.
0: What should the Sunday school children learn from Jesus' miracle of water into wine?
2: It's really not just a coincidence that God continues to use water and wine. Water is, of course, dealing with baptism. And one needs to maybe read Romans 6 to the children that the way that God transferred the benefits of the cross to people, namely, being crucified with Jesus, being buried with him, and being risen is through the sacrament of baptism in which water is used. And so water can be something that destroys people as it did with the Egyptian soldiers chasing the Israelites through the open Red Sea, or it can be a salvation as it was with Noah as water kept the people over the flood. And in fact, a lot of churches are upside down arcs. If you take a look at the ceiling, it's made like an ark or a boat and the church is considered the ship of God. Then wine, who can forget that in the Lord's Supper, wine is given as the blood of Christ. So God continues to take what he has created, namely water and wine, and to use them for the salvation of people. In other words, the wedding at Canaan may have been the first miracle, but last week I was privileged to baptize a seven-year-old boy. That was a miracle as he received the gift of the forgiveness of sins and the gift of the holy spirit in holy baptism and we also commune in that congregation where people come forward and through bread receive the body of christ and through wine receive the blood of christ so god uses those various elements and it says the disciples believed in him. Now, they didn't believe he was God, but they certainly believed that he was a messenger from God. In fact, early in the disciples being called, they were told by other disciples that he is the one we're waiting for, the Messiah, but he could have been a prophet, like John the baptizer was, but their understanding that he was God really didn't come into their understanding until the resurrection, when Thomas referred to him as my Lord and my God. And you read the rest of the New Testament, and Jesus is considered not only to be a human being, but also divine, which means he's with the children at all times. Working out good. Mary asked a question to Jesus or said, They have no wine, indicating a need. He met her need. And the children need to understand that He also will meet their needs as they pray to Him in asking for the forgiveness of sins, that's done, and asking for help in their life, counsel advice and aid which god supplies through parents and through other agencies that's the message for the children that the same person who created water into wine is the one who is working with the children in all of their needs
0: finally what's the long gospel of this lesson
2: The law is pretty clear because the law is accusing us is that at times we tempt to doubt what Jesus is doing or who he is. There are a lot of people who leave the church because Jesus doesn't seem to act the way they expect him to and that's because they don't have God in a proper understanding of the Bible, they make God into someone that is like themselves. And therefore, if they were God, they would act the way they wish God would act, and he's not acting that way. And so the law is that we often are tempted to doubt who God is, like Satan did to Adam and Eve. No, God's not going to kill you. He's going to realize that if you eat from the tree of the knowledge you're going to evil. you're going to become like God. So the law shows that every sin we do is our attempt to replace God. The gospel is that Jesus is clearly our savior and he is God and has come to us through his word and sacraments. And that's what the Holy Spirit does when we are baptized. He gives us faith. So we may not understand God, why he does what he does, but we believe that Jesus is God, as well as the Father and the Holy Spirit, that we are children of God and will be spending an eternity with the three persons, one God, in heaven. Forever and ever.
0: Pastor Tom Baker is host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. For 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, thank you. And thank you. We will be talking about how to listen to a sermon with Pastor David Peterson of Goddessin's The Journal of Lutheran Liturgy after the break. Ten questions to ask every time you read the Bible is the Issues etc. a Book of the Month for November. This new resource will help you navigate God's Word with clarity and confidence. Ten questions to ask every time you read the Bible is published by Concordia Publishing House. Their phone number 1-800-325-3040 or browse before you buy at issuesetc.org. The Issues etc. a Book of the Month, 10 questions to ask every time you read the Bible.
1: Deaconesses are women trained to share the gospel of Jesus Christ through works of mercy, spiritual care, and teaching of the Christian faith. The word deaconess means servant. Find out more on how you can serve in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod through the vocation of deaconess at lcms.org slash deaconess. Working in faith, laboring in love, remaining steadfast in the hope of our Lord Jesus Christ. LCMS Deaconess Ministry. LCMS.org slash deaconess.
2: Sanctifying your daily errands with the Word of God. You're listening to Issues, etc. Mount Zion Lutheran Church in Greenfield, Wisconsin, is a congregation of those gathered by the Spirit of the Lord around His saving Word and sacraments. At the center of our life together is the divine service of the risen Jesus, the Lamb of God who was slain, who takes away the sin of the world. If you are in the Milwaukee area, we invite you to share with us in our Lord's gifts of forgiveness and new life. Services are on Saturdays at 5 p.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. For more information, visit our website
1: at mountziongreenfield.org. Memoria Press is a family-run publisher of classical Christian education materials for homeschools and private schools. Every page of the Memoria Press curriculum leads students to a mastery of content, an understanding of the classical heritage of the Christian West, and an appreciation of truth, goodness, and beauty. If you're interested in learning more, visit memoriapress.com and use the coupon code LPR23. Memoria Press, saving Western civilization one student at a time. memoriapress.com